Good morning on this Tuesday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We have considered the fact that Jesus knew his purpose, why he was here, why he was sent, why he came. And we have also mentioned that we must find our purpose uh, as he found it in the scripture when he read, when he studied, when he heard from the Old Testament. Uh, we have today, of course, an entire full Bible. We can read either Old or New Testament. But the Word of God is the Word of God. It's absolute. We must, we must define that in our lives. It is either all true or it's not. And if it's all true, then God has given us His absolute will for our lives. In there you will find, it says, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Uh, Present your bodies unto God so that you may know, so that you may seek, you may find what is His good, acceptable, and perfect will for our lives. And in doing so, then we will know the direction of both a specific and general things that He wants out of us what he expects in our lives. So when we do that, when we read, when we study, when we hear the word of God, the Holy Spirit will prompt, he will quicken certain things to us and help us by letting us know that we we need to follow, we need to do, we need to stop, we need to take, we need to go, uh, certain things in our lives, and we are given direction by the word of God. So as you look at the Word of God, you can find yourself there, just as Jesus did. So we had, some time back, uh, read some scriptures and had been looking at some scriptures where Jesus would talk about himself, how, how he found himself and he found his purpose for being. We've also mentioned that if we do not, if we do not take God's purpose for us, because he is our creator, then we will seek and find another purpose outside of the will of God. Of course, that is going to get us into trouble. Now, he knows perfectly and exactly how we are made, how we are designed, so he knows how we are supposed to function. We had made mention that our mouth was created so that we can bless him, we can thank him, we can praise him. But we're fearfully and wonderfully made in every other area. In the book of Matthew, in chapter 18, verse 11, it says, For the Son of Man is come to save that which is lost. In Luke 19.10, it adds the word seek. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which is lost or that which was lost. And basically, that was us. So he came to save us, to save us from our sins. He came to save us from the judgment that is to come upon man, for everyone must give account of himself. He came to change and transform our lives. So we find in John chapter 3 and verse 2, it says, The same came to Jesus, talking about Nicodemus, by night, and said unto him, Rabbi, which means teacher. 
we know that thou art a teacher come from God. Now, he's saying we the people, there was a certain group of people, not everybody believed him, but there was a certain group of people that believed that Jesus was sent from God. He had come from God, for no man can do the miracles that you do except God be with him. So Nicodemus, I mean, he says uh, uh, a whole page full uh, of just by simply saying that we know, we, we have come to a conclusion uh, specifically we come to the to the place where we are aware by what we have seen with our own eyes that no man on his own can do these things. He has to come from God. God had to send him. And even so, we've learned that the disciples did not go out on their own to preach, but they were sent by Jesus. They were sent first... Uh, as uh, the 12 when they went, they, we sent the, the, the 70 when they went. And then, of course, uh, after the Holy Spirit came in the book of Acts chapter 1 verse uh, uh, 8, that they also went and preached everywhere. So as we look at that, then we consider they were sent. Jesus said, as the Father has sent me, I send on you. I send you too. Now, in John chapter 7, verse 6 and 8, it says, Jesus said unto them, My time is not yet come, for your time is always ready. Now, not only did Jesus know his purpose, but he knew the timing of when that purpose should be accomplished in our lives. We are to do many things in our lives, but sometimes we do them outside the timing. We're either behind or we're either late in God's timing. But God has a perfect timing for His purpose for us. Where your will and the will of God intersects, that is going to form a cross. And that is where we will have to make the decision Will I follow? Will I do? Will I obey? Will I listen to what God has said in His Word? Or will I do my own thing? Jesus came to do the will of the Father, and He specifically identified it, and He said, I will. And even if it meant going to the cross. It says in verse 8 in chapter 7, Go ye up unto this feast. I will not go up yet until this feast, unto, unto this feast, for my time is not yet full come. So not only was it a timing that was perfect, but it was a timing that was full. In other words, it included every aspect of God's will to fulfill his purpose for that moment at that particular time. And uh, Jesus knew how to walk in that will, including the timing that God had. In 728, John 728, then cried Jesus and said in the temple, as he had taught, saying, you both know me 
and you know from where I am. I have not come, or I am not come, of my own self. But he that sent me is true, whom you know not. And of course, he was talking about the Heavenly Father, which they refused to believe that Jesus and the Heavenly Father were one. Meaning that Jesus not only was the Son of God, but he was God also. And they refused to believe that. In verse number 30, it says, Then they sought to take him, but no man laid hands on him, because his hour was not yet come. See, he didn't do it ahead of time. He was at the right place, at the right time, for the right purpose. Therefore, you cannot change God's schedule. Then they sought to take him, but no man laid hands on him, because his hour was not yet come. Verse 20. These words spoke Jesus in the treasury. This was at the temple. As he taught them in the temple, and no man laid hands on him, for his hour was not yet come. Once again, we get to the, we get to the point and the place where they could not do anything to Jesus because if he had been sent to accomplish a purpose and he was within the scope, the timing of God's plan and purpose for his life, then any other purpose that anyone outside had concerning Jesus, anyone that was involved in trying to adjust his timing, adjust his purpose, adjust the reason why he was here, or extinguish that purpose for that matter, uh, it, it could not take place because Jesus was exactly where the Father had placed him. Exactly. Now, it says in John eleven twenty seven, She saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, which has come into the world. Of course, Mary and Martha had lost their brother uh, Lazarus, and uh, Jesus had delayed his timing on coming, and they were hoping that Jesus would have healed him had he gotten there in time. And now they respond to him. And Jesus answered them, saying, there's verse 23, John 12, 23, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified now. Not only did he know the timing of not when to do it, but he knew the timing of when to do something. So he knew his exact time for everything that he accomplished. We also must, in the will of God for us, know the timing for certain things. And we have to seek God in order to know that. We have to find in his word when our timing is supposed to be accomplished for a specific thing. The Holy Spirit will know. He will show us things to come. In John 12, 46, I am come a light into the world. See, he knew that he was a light. He was the light that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. So Jesus identified himself here as the light of the world. And if we come to him, then we will abide under his light. If we walk in his light, then the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin, according to 1 John. 
1-7. And it's these little things that begin to make a difference in our lives that if we know that if we are walking according to His Word, then our feet, our, 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 our path has light. And of course, you know, a very popular uh, scripture that people sometimes like to quote or people read uh, or people say in Psalm 119, in verse 105, it's very popular. But we understand this now in the context of Christ being the light of the world and the word of God then takes on that shape for us. This is how it reads in Psalm 119, in verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Jesus is the word of God. Jesus is the word come into the world. Jesus is the word that spoke creation into existence. In the beginning was the Logos of God. And the Logos of God was God, was with God and was God. So his word to our lives, the importance of its place, is that it will provide for our feet a lamp. And for our path, it'll be a light. We all walk. We all go from point A to point B somehow. But even sometimes when we're going from point A to point B, having a natural light to do it or artificial light to get there is not sufficient. We have to know if it's within the context and content of God's will and purpose for our lives and also if that includes our timing. When we read Psalm 119, it talks about how much David loved God's law, his precepts, his judgments, his testimonies, uh, his commandments. I mean, it is just filled with that. But you see here in Psalm 119, uh, verse 105, that the word of God to him became a lamp unto his feet and a light unto his path. When he would ask God, shall I attack my enemies now? And God would tell him, no, not now, or yes, now. Uh, shall I do it this way? And God would tell him, no, do it this way. In other words, just because you can do it does not mean you just do it your way. We have to, we have to do it according, according to how God has laid out for us. Otherwise, we miss it. We're outside of his will. But if we want to continue to be there, then we must have the word before us as a light and a lamp to be able to guide us and lead us. It says in Psalm 119, verse uh, uh, 107, it says, I am afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according to thy word. So if I'm going through something, then give me that life-giving ability to be able to go through and accomplish what I need to do according to your word, according to your will. Well, consider this food for thought and for the imagination. The Lord richly bless you. Keep looking up. Our redemption draweth near. And until then, the Lord love you. In Jesus' name.
Amen.